6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Right now, want to head back to City Hall. Uh, because this happened um, in the past couple of days. And I think it's important to point out that the City of Edmonton continues to move closer to a ban on single-use items. Uh, the bylaw that has been kind of put forward would see a ban on things like single-use plastic shopping bags. We're seeing a number of stores already doing that on their own. Foam cups and containers and would require restaurants to provide things like napkins, straws, and prepackaged condiments by request only. So once drafted, this bylaw will go to public hearings, so you'll get a chance to have your say on it, and then will be in effect one year after its approval. The public hearing is, by the way, expected to happen later this year. Jody Goebel is the Director of Waste Strategy for the City of Edmonton. Hey, Jody, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks so much, Shaylin. Thanks for having me. I'm guessing you're happy not to be on the mosquito file today. <laughs> no comment. You bet. I mean, who likes mosquitoes, right? But I, it is a complex topic. So yeah, not it sure is. Where are we on the single use item ban what exactly does it include i mean i mentioned some off the top but did i miss anything yeah i guess the other one to mention would be really trying to make it more accessible for folks to use reusable cups oh sorry my husband's gonna go deal with our neighborhood watch um (laughs) so so in addition to the ones that you touched on um we're looking at requiring restaurants to serve dine-in beverage orders in reusable cups and to accept reusable customer cups for dine-in and takeout orders excluding drive-through so again just really extend the reach and make it more accessible for edmontonians to make um choices that reduce their waste you know jody i think that there's been a lot of questions when i've had this conversation on the show over the past number of years about reusable cups and you know uh, some places might be using them but you know I think there's some concern as well about the sanitariness I don't think that's a word but you know sanitary concerns around that how do you how do you get around that how do you deal with that yeah so for us it's about not just the safety itself but also perception so we've all been through a tough few years um, and anxiety is real Um, we want to meet people where they're at in terms of what they're comfortable with Uh, so both disposable and reusable options for cups in particular will continue to be available in many establishments but for us we really want to also get the message out that both can be used safely so there are studies from all over the world the u.s centers for disease control and prevention have got one of the most you know commonly cited ones that show that the risk of COVID-19 transmission or other sort of um, public health risks related to um, reusables is actually really low and that they can be safely used with regular cleaning, um, pretty basic sanitization that I think we're all used to now. Um, And a business will also always have the right to refuse reusable cups Mm -hmm. if they're, you know, in poor condition, dirty, unsanitary, otherwise unsuitable for any reason. So um, some of that will be on us, the city, to make sure that customers are really well informed about how to make this work on both sides. Yeah, I was curious to know about the reaction that you'd received from um, the hospitality industry on that one. I mean, what we've heard from them is that it's been an exhausting couple of years, and mm-hmm. so make sure the rules are clear, make sure we get lots of advance notice, and make sure um, you're taking on that burden of educating customers so that we don't have to be um, the rule enforcers. We know that there's going to be a public hearing uh, later this year, and that's going to give um, you know folks the opportunity to have their say. Could that change anything at this point? 
mean, a public hearing is meant to be a time for us to listen. So um, we're proud that at this point we have engaged quite a bit, going back all the way to sort of 2018 when we started to talk about the future of waste and the waste strategy. Um, And all along, the majority of the participants in our public engagement and in our consultation um, have indicated that they favor eliminating or restricting single-use products, including the ones that we've uh, recommended be included in the bylaw. Um, And we also intend to continue to talk with stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So not just about are these the right rules, but what kind of supports need to be in place to make sure that the transition goes smoothly. Does, Does it feel sometimes like you're pushing a big giant rock up a hill? Oh, absolutely. But I think anyone who cares about the environment feels that way. So we're not alone in that. Um, I I think, you know, what council has told us very strongly is keep pushing. We've we've declared a climate emergency and there are lots of different parts of the system that need to work together. So, you know, the industry needs to take accountability. Businesses have their part to play. Consumers can sort of speak with their dollars, but we also want to make it easier for consumers in in some small steps to actually take a bite out of what right now is about 450 million single-use items that wow. go into the garbage every year in Edmonton. Wow. And, you know, and I, you know, I talk about, you know, pushing that big rock up a hill, and I think that a lot of people feel that that's the way it's going to feel for themselves when they're faced with having to make these changes. But speaking, you know, from my own experience, and probably obviously relatable to, you know, millions, thousands across, uh, you know, the city of Edmonton, six months ago when the green bin showed up and the black bin showed up, up my house I was like oh no what does this mean (laughs) but here we are how many months later going okay we're just doing it right when when it's like it's here it's in front of you do it you adapt and you just do it and you realize that it's not that difficult I mean, one of the things with single-use items is that we're leveling the playing field. So we actually hear from a lot of businesses who are doing this already. Uh, You know, they provide things in reusables. They accept reusable um, cups and containers. And so um, this helps to make sure that that's broadly available, that, you know, residents of Edmonton who are already used to carrying around their reusable shopping bags or their reusable cups um, have lots of opportunities to use them and really avoid things. I mean, one of the ones that's, I think really, really commonly understood is that junk drawers full of stuff you never wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. The forks and, you know, little condiment packages that came with your takeout order that you wish you never had because they're eventually going to go in the garbage after you feel guilty about it for a while. So it's all of those little things together um, that actually will make a difference. Jody, what's next? Uh, what's the next step in the city's waste reduction strategy? I mean, you've, you've mentioned it's complex. There's a lot going on for sure. So um, we've got this this plan to reduce single-use items is actually part of a bigger waste reduction roadmap that we approved last year. So we've got work underway to really look at how um, we're reducing waste across a number of categories and opportunities mm-hmm. um, and really reducing barriers to zero-waste innovation. So some people have heard about the circular economy, really yep. designing business systems so that things don't become waste in the first place. There's lots of economic opportunity there, so something that we're paying a lot more attention to as a city. Um, extending waste sorting to other parts of the city, so we've got all um, you know, quarter of a million or so homes that receive curbside collection are currently sorting their waste. Um, we're looking at introducing that same kind of sorting to multi-unit properties that receive what's called our communal collection service, so that will start as early as next year. Um, and just keep plugging away, keep pushing send that rock up the hill for sure. 
Jody, I always appreciate your time and uh, always uh, appreciate your insight into all of this. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks, Jaylen. Yeah, you betcha. Jody Goble, the Director of Waste Strategy for the City of Edmonton. And, you know, I can remember, as I, as I said, when that little green bin showed up for our for our food scraps and, the, and then the big black bin for the rest of the garbage and the recyclables. When that showed up at our place six months ago, I was like, oh, okay. And so many of you said, hey, Nye, suck it up there, princess. You know, we've been doing this on the outskirts of town for a very long time. You just get used to it. And you're right. You absolutely get used to it and it just becomes second nature, right? And that's what we have found. And so I think sometimes when, you know, maybe folks in a, in a city aren't buying into something, or they th might not, I shouldn't even say buying into it, that they are, they, oh, okay, you know, it's just easier to do it the old way. But when you give them the utensils to do it, not single-use utensils, by the way, you give them the, the items to do it, right in front of them it just becomes easy and then it becomes second nature right and that's what we have found now it's been it's been a fascinating change in our house and i'm sure a lot of yours in the past uh, number of months